Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Cute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my cute mental neuroses once again coming from the echo chamber of the Alpha Cauldron. And if Lizzie's listening, I don't care that you don't like that name. So, neener neener, I suppose. Um, auspicious beginning to the show uh, and quite mature. So we've got a fair amount on the list you cannot see, so let's get right into it. First of all, if you'll notice, this is episode 449. Now, usually I do kind of a fun thing every 100 episodes. Um, I didn't do a whole lot for 400. Uh, But 450, I'm going to have a nice little treat for you. And I'm not going to tell you what it is until you listen to it, which will be next week. Uh, Next thing on the list you cannot see, day job blues slash staff meeting. Yeah, so... I'm going to get into, uh, oh, that's not even, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Day Job Blues, uh, on that note, uh, it's just been super fucking busy. It's been frustrating, um, and it's going to be really busy for like the next like four months. And it's just, I've been getting really burnt out, and I can't really take time off because they absolutely need me, and I appreciate that, but I'm not really seeing like reciprocated appreciation. Like, you know, there, and in that, at one point, after the last couple weeks, um, and everyone's seeing how hard I work, uh, and I mean, the, the rest of the staff works hard as well, I'm not saying that, um, but they had like individual like sit-downs with us to be like, you know, what's frustrating you, what do you need from us, what you know can we expect from you, that type of thing. It was very casual, and it was the GM and the uh, F&B, or food and beverage manager, and so we were sitting down, and we were, you know, talking, and they're like, we know you're beginning frustrated, you know, we, we see it, some of your body language, if you could work on that, you know, we know you're frustrated, but don't necessarily act like it. And I was telling them, like, one of the frustrations was because the Unite crew does not set me up for success, uh, you know, on my Mondays. And the GM was like, yeah, I've noticed that you looked like, he goes, you're fine the rest of the week, but you seem very frustrated on just Wednesdays. And I'm like, yeah, like imagine you walking into your office on Monday and everyone's taken like all of your files out of your office, put them in another office and you only have half an hour to like reorganize your office in the morning. And he's like, oh, I'm like, that's my Wednesdays. That's why I look frustrated. And only on Wednesdays. And he was like, okay, we will address that. Thank you. So that was nice. And they were like, we do appreciate you. We talked, they, we, uh, you know, they do appreciate me. And they said that, which was nice to hear. And the GM says, honestly, I should probably say it a lot more considering how highly valued of an asset you are. And I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, He, you know, we also talked financials because, you know, I still see, you know, I still get the the emails from LinkedIn for barista jobs at at other hotels because I used to get the emails when, you know, everything went down with COVID and I was on unemployment and I had to do like, you know, be on LinkedIn all the time. And I was showing them that, like, look, I can go, especially now that I moved, uh, I'm, I'm close to uh, the light rail, the like, public transportation, so I could go downtown very easily to a new job. And, you know, everyone's looking for someone, and to find a full-time employee with my background and experience, you know, not only in coffee, but in hospitality, oh, they'd be bending over backwards to get me in there. And I said, these are jobs that are getting sent to me that will hire me probably on the spot for at least $3 more an hour. And Zach was like, okay. Um, I mean, we had talked about, you know, giving me a raise, uh, but I was like, that's, you know, our company does competitive wages. Um, and this is why. And he goes, okay, 
I'll, you know, send that to, you know, the food and beverage manager or myself and we will start working on that. And I'm like, okay, I don't expect it to be, you know, tomorrow. And he goes, uh, and the GM goes, well, actually our new management team's HR is really quick. Uh, it's like two days when I hear back as opposed to two weeks. And I'm like, okay, good. So hopefully they managed to, you know, bring me an offer where I don't want to leave. So, which is good because the next note is Deja Blues getting screamed at where I actually did leave. And just for some context, when I left, this was literally maybe two or three days after the staff meeting. <laughs> so things were going well um, for a couple of days. And then this was on a Saturday and this, all the events of what I'm about to tell you happen in approximately 10 to 15 minutes very short amount of time and it's 10 to 15 minutes before we open our doors to guests so my friend and associate lt gray uh his we hired his sister uh to be like a host and i'm gonna say his name not his full name but uh vance the at this point now former morning manager didn't agree with like her training and uh, El Tigre went to the food and beverage, the actual food and beverage manager and said, like, here's what I'm thinking. And the manager said, great. Yes, fine. That got communicated to Vance. Um, but we think Vance was drunk and forgot they even talked to Aaron or the food and beverage manager. It's not that you know who these people are and I'm not saying their full names, but, you know, for some sake of anonymity. Moving on. So Edgar and was very calm about, you know, hey, this is how she can best assist us. I had talked to Aaron. He agreed. Um, he said he was going to talk to you. And Vance said, no. Like, he goes, yeah, I, I talked to Aaron, and this is what we decided. And Edgar was like, well, I don't know where the miscommunication is, but, you know, this is what I think. And Vance lost his shit. I mean, went from zero to 100 in a nanosecond and started, like, like, angrily, uh, aggressively, toxically, inappropriately loud, yelling at, I think I said Edgar saw to say his name anyway, um, but it's also LT Gray, that's what I call him, uh, started screaming at him that he's like, I'm the manager, I make the decisions, you don't go over me, this is, like, I run this place. And it freaked out Edgar so much that he went to one of the other, you know, like a side room, talked to the other employees, and uh, came back out, saw me and he goes, I'm leaving. And I'm like, okay. And then Vance comes up behind me, just stands there with his arms crossed, look like clinched and frustrated, like angry. And I'm like, what's going on? And he goes, he was cursing at me. He can go home. Like I'm the manager. I make the decisions. He must've said that like 10 to 15 times. And I'm like, whoa, like, I'm like, calm down like let's take a breath one of the other server was like no he can't leave we're gonna be busy like i need him and i'm like what why why are you screaming at, at us and he's all like he's going home like that's not his decision it's mine and edgar's like nope it's my decision and started leaving and i'm freaking out because like it's just so loud and aggressive and it gets progressively louder and more aggressive and as Edgar is leaving, there's like an open entranceway between our uh, like bar and grill and the lobby. And there are people in the lobby, guests, eight of them, uh, that are waiting for us to open or waiting for me to open for coffee and, and breakfast and such. Uh, and 
Edgar's like right at that entranceway, so it's wide open. Vance is like literally stalking after them, yelling, yelling, like, yeah, get out of here. Like, we don't need you. And I like held my hand up and I said, not in front of guests. And he turned around so quick that I thought he was going to hit me, which I think triggered some stuff from my, uh, you know, from my childhood. And he span around so fast. Like I said, I thought he was going to hit me, but he like pointed at me really angrily, like, you don't tell me what to do type thing. And it was like right in my face. And I was like, not in front of guests. And he like kind of like got like really angry that I just kind of said something correct to him. And he was like, <clears throat> and like walked off. And because it was like so violent and aggressive, um, now at this point, Edgar's gone. Uh, I, I, like my heart's beating, I can't focus. Um, I've never had a panic attack, but I'm sure I'm, it feels semi-close to this. But like heart beating, sweating, couldn't focus, my hands were shaking really badly. And you know, it, it was just like, I, I was like, I can't work in his proximity right now. I can't work at a place where a manager treats the staff like this. And it, it really, it wasn't like a solidarity move on my part to leave with Edgar, who I am close, you know, with. But it was like, I can't, I can't function and I'm not going to work under him. And I just looked at him and the other server and said, I'm clocking out, have a good morning. And then he proceeded to scream at me like, you go, f yeah, you go too. Like, we don't need you. I'll run this place on my own. Like, we don't need you. I'm like... I've worked there for six and a half years. He'd worked there for two weeks. There's just some more context. They absolutely need me. They said that in the meeting I had with them three days ago, or three days from then. And so luckily, one of our hosts, who I'm friends with, was there mistakenly. She thought she worked. She actually didn't. She was the saving grace. Um, she followed me out. She's like, what's going on? And I'm like... I'll tell you, like, she's like, back office. I'm like, no. I said, I need to be somewhere where I can, like, puff on my vape. I need to calm the fuck down. So we walked around, we walked outside to the corner where it was technically off property. And I'm still, like, dressed in my work gear. And, like, like I guess I find out later that some people had asked, like, where the coffee guy went. And Vance was incredibly, apparently, like, casual and unprofessional. And he was like, oh, he left. Like, that was it. And, which he shouldn't have said. And he wasn't charging anyone for any coffees because he didn't know how to use the system, yet he could run the place by himself. Pfft. So, I'm talking to the, the Sunday host. She's talking me down, and I'm like, she goes, if he apologizes, I'm like, no. That was beyond apology. Like, no. As she and I are talking, I get a call from the GM who lives like 10 minutes away, and he's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm about to cross the street to go home. And he's like, don't. Just go hide in the back office. I'll be there in like five minutes. And I'm like, okay. He finds me and he's like, what's going on? Uh, I got about halfway through the um, story of what was going on. And I was like, and I was showing him that my hands were like shaking, shaking. And he's like, do your best at trying to control that. Go back to coffee. I'm going to go grab Vance. And I was like, okay. Turns out while the GM and I are talking, Vance comes into the office. I don't know why. And, like, stops and looks at me, and Zach goes, Doug, you know, head back up front. Vance, you stay back here. And I'm like, okay. So I clocked back in. I was only clocked out for 10 minutes. Zach later on offered to, like, change my punch for me. So, you know, I was, like, never gone. I'm like, it's 10 minutes. I don't care. What is that, like, 20 cents? Um, and 
So I don't know what happened in that conversation, but what I'm to understand later, like that I find out later on, is that there was a lot of cursing, a lot of yelling. Zach could smell the alcohol on Vance's breath, which was not a good thing. And that within like, I think maybe 20 to 30 minutes, uh, the GM, Zach, like walked Vance out and was like, you're done here. Um, we later get a text from Zach saying, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Like, I'm glad you all got through the day. Um, while Zach and Vance were talking, uh, the food and beverage manager uh, managed to find Edgar at a light rail station and went to go pick him up and bring him back. So Edgar came back. I came back. Um, literally an hour and a half later, like, we were all, like, joking. And I think part of it was, like, you know, quote-unquote PTSD and dealing with that. Like, we're either going to laugh or we're going to cry. We'd rather laugh. But we were joking around, and we had a, it was a good day. It was a busy day. Um, and, you know, the next day, like, a few, like, you know, a few of us were talking, and it's like, that was insane. I can't even believe that happened. We had to write statements, and of course, I wrote mine like I was writing a novel, so it was like, I was there for the incident's catalyst, and I'm like, why? Why do I write? Like, like it's like, I, I know the GM had to, have, if he read my statement, had to have been laughing just at, like, the sheer, like, English degree magic I sprinkled on that fucker of that statement, but, I mean, it was accurate, and... So that was fun. Uh, and then, you know, work's been fine otherwise. Like, you know, it's been busy. But uh, at least I'm not being, like, violently screamed at anymore. And the, and the thing is, the guy who got fired, Vance, lives in my building. But luckily, he doesn't know where my apartment is. And I don't know where his is. Fine. Great. But he also lives on the opposite end of the building. Like, complete opposite end and one floor down. So... We're probably never going to see each other because we don't even we're not even near the same bank of elevators. So, thank God for that. Uh, so that was last weekend. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's a fun like. Let's let's lighten up the mood. I hate extra belt loops. So, and this has been an ongoing like, you know, acute mental neuroses with me. But like, I have, I like five belt loops. That's enough. You know, like. You know, two on the sides, one in the back, that's it. Like, you know, or two in the front, two on the side, one on the back, whatever. And, like, I've got other pairs of pants and shorts that have seven, and it's, like, three on the rear. And I'm like, this is stupid. This is pointless. If your belt loops aren't strong enough with five, and you have to have seven, then you're doing something wrong with your fucking belt loops. Like, it's just... And I know it takes, like, an extra, like, what? Maybe two seconds to like get them through the other loops but it's just it's just fucking irritating and maybe i'm a little worked up from you know reliving the whole getting screamed at thing but like i'm getting frustrated as well like so now i have to be like like sensitive to like when i'm buying new clothes be like how many belt loops are there that's too many you stay on the shelf you think about what you've done and how you should change so I hate extra fucking belt loops. Should be five, so I have like a pentagram that I like say ten. Like Satan's holding up my my fucking pants or whatever. I kind of lost lost it up at that last bit. Sorry. Things that don't frust me, frust. Fuck. Jesus. Fuck. <sighs> Things that don't frustrate me. Uh, just want to play Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Yes. Wait. The note says want to play Tina Tina. Huh. I meant Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which is a great kind of Borderlands uh, video game franchise that I'm obsessed with. 
a spinoff on uh, my, my Sunday, which was Tuesday. I was like, I'm just going to play Tarantino the whole day. Fuck everything else. I don't want to worry about anything else. I'm not going to run any errands. Uh, this will tie in on the second to last note on the list you cannot see. And I was like, I'm, you know, I'll, you know, record damn later and I'll edit stuff later. And, um, I just want to play Tiny Tina. And I played for like a good, uh, maybe six to eight hours of it. Like it was closer to six. Um, and I was like, this is great. I'm making so much progress on the side missions, which are hilarious and fun. And, and all of this, and I was starting to unlock a shit ton of trophies and just having a blast. And then my mom called me at like 4.30 in the afternoon. And she's like, so I'm picking you up at 6, right? And I'm like, why? And she goes, oh, you wanted to go to your niece's birthday dinner, didn't you? And I'm like, fuck, I forgot about that. So I had to like rush and hop in the shower and get ready. And, um, you know, just whatever. And the family dinner was fine. I mostly just went... I mean, my nieces and I aren't super tight, but, uh, you know, it was free sushi. And that was really good. And I do get along with my uh, one of my cousin-in-laws. So, And she was there. So that was rad. I got to see, you know, the nieces were there. Um, but this is the side of the family that I hate. Um, I hadn't seen them in at least five to six years. And they were like, where have you been? Like, what are you doing? How's the new place? And I'm like... It's good. I'm good. That's all I want to say to you people. Now, where's the fucking sushi? Like, I was... And my mom was like, please behave. Don't take their bait. If they try to bait you into, like, getting angry, which they always do. Because I, they, I think they sense that they get under my skin and they take a perverse joy in it. And, like, I was kind of really quiet on the way to the sushi place. And it was good sushi, too. And my mom's like, are you okay? You're quiet. Usually when you're quiet, there's something wrong. Like, are you regretting this? Like, should we, like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm just quiet. I was like, I just didn't expect, you know, I, I forgot that I agreed to this. Um, and I kind of, you know, just want to play video games. So I'm kind of getting my head straight so that, you know, I don't explode on these people like I used to. And she's like, okay, I'll just let you, you know, you know, get ready. And I'm like, okay, thank you. But so dinner was fine. They didn't bait me. We didn't talk about anything. Um, the weird part was that my cousin, one, grew a beard that makes it look like he came out of a cave from a, in Afghanistan, and I was like, not a good look. Um, and then he randomly, like, like looked at me, and he's like, Cronenberg. And I'm like, are we having a conversation that I'm a part of? Because I wasn't even talking to you. And he was like, oh, no, like, I was thinking about this movie, and like, I think it was Cronenberg. I'm like, no, it's not Cronenberg. Oh, I was wearing my Jawbreaker the band shirt, and he thought it was like Jawbreaker the movie, and I'm like, why would I be wearing a Jawbreaker movie shirt? That movie was fucking terrible. And like, we start talking about directors, and I was like, no, it's not that. It's Jawbreaker the band, and he's like, oh, like what kind of music are they? I'm like, um, like I, I don't know, punk. I was like, he's like, oh, I'll check him out. I'm like, please don't ruin my favorite band for me. But other than that, it was it was fine. And then, like I said, this will tie in. So playing Tiny Tina. Um, all the things I fell behind and fell behind on the BAC as well. Like I'm recording this the day I have to, uh, uh, post it online, which usually I have this recorded like three days ago, edited two days ago. And it was just one of those, I'm like, I gotta record damn. I gotta record damn. Last night I was too tired. Um, and, and just, and then I was like, fuck, I need to run errands. Fuck, I need to work on this. Fuck, I need to work on that. 
So today I'm like, I'm making calls. I'm, you know, I got stuff to mail. Um, I'm recording this. I'm going to edit it, get it up so it's on time. Um, and just feeling kind of, you know, a little overwhelmed, but I'm trying to like, I've got my lists, so I know what I'm doing. And um, I got to run a couple errands after this, and then I'm going to edit it, post it. Uh, and it's just one of those, I had a friend who was like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll pick you up and we'll, you know, I'll help you run your errands. And I'm like, cool. And that was going to be in a couple hours. And I was like, that's fine. I'll play some Tiny Tina and record Damn. And then he texts me and he's like, hey, family thing. I don't really want to talk about it. It doesn't sound good. And he's like, I can't, you know, make it today. Um, I was like, that's fine. You know, I... I, you know, now that everything can be delivered, um, that's fine. And the list, the place I'm going to go for my vapes is like super short. It's like five bucks. It's like, fine. That's, I got five bucks. Didn't, you know, it's like, be nice to have that five bucks and, you know, not spend it if you're going to give me a ride, but that's fine. I'm not going to guilt him. It's not his fault. So I'm trying to play catch up. And, um, once again, like I've talked about the last couple of weeks, it's very hard. I still haven't gotten used to like, I get picked up at three. I'm in, you know, I, you know, kind of drink myself into sleep because I don't want to be around my family. Um, and I, I'm still like in the mentality of like, oh fuck, it's noon. I gotta like do shit. I'm like, no, you like, it's fine. Like it's, it's almost noon and I have to run like one errand and editing this will take me about you now half an hour maybe because it's kind of a longer episode due to the whole screaming story. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's a little, like, I'm a little anxious about like, oh my God, like, you know, usually I'm, you know, editing and grabbing lunch, like, you know, almost an hour ago, like it's going to feel so late in the day and, you know, it's going to fuck up my sleep schedule. No, it's not. I have to say that out loud to myself. Like, it's fine. Like I got to call a tattoo shop and I was like, gonna call him and I'm like oh they don't even open till noon and I'm like so I can't even do that like and I started like despairing where I'm like I can't even call them it's like and like dropping off the mails is on my way to leave so it's like it's gonna take me 10 seconds like I'll leave when like the lift is like you know a minute out like it, that's fine so yeah um and speaking of things that can sometimes give me anxiety Things I googled, TIG, uh, the professional original cut. So I was watching The Professional at Work, um, or Leon. Um, it's a really great movie with uh, Gary Oldman, Jean Reno, and a uh, very young Natalie Portman. It might have been her first movie. All three of them kill it. It's a great movie. Go see it. I think it was one of Luke Besson's like, first movies that was released in America. And it was on the weekend, so I could put it on movies um, in my little station. And I ended up talking to Kelvin about it. I'm like, yeah, like the professional. And he goes, yeah, like the original or the American version. I'm like, it's, I, I don't think it's a remake. So we Googled it. And what he was thinking of is that there was, they did like a test audience. And I guess in the original cut, um, there was like some kind of weird Lolita-ish love scene between a very young Natalie Portman and Jean Renault, who is not young and test and the audiences didn't like that. Um, so they recut it to be what we now know and love as a professional. So Calvin was confusing the like test footage or the, whatever the original cut of it as like the French version and what we got as the American version, even though it's not true, but like there is like, you know, I guess quote unquote, an original cut that, 
um, is a little yikesy um, for audiences. Um, King Clancy Award? That is a hockey award. Um, there was an episode of How I Met Your Mother that they talk about like Canadian sex positions, and one of them was like the old clean King Clancy, and I'm, I didn't ever think anything about it. I was like, it's something fucking Canadian. What do I care? Like, maybe it's a brand of syrup or something. And, nope, it's some kind of hockey award. Um, I looked it up because it was on, because everyone in Colorado is losing their fucking minds over the Avs being in the Stanley Cup uh, championship. And it just happened that, like, you know, so everything's hockey on the sports channels, but I have to watch it work. Uh, and when I'm at, you know, grabbing lunch at the local watering hole, and I saw a clink, clink, God, I can't even fucking talk today. King Clancy Award. I'm like, oh, it's a hockey thing. So I looked into that. I couldn't tell you why you win it. Um, I don't care enough. Fucking stupid sports puck. But, and while I was at the local watering hole, so there's, I heard what I thought was a cover of Istanbul, not Constantinople, popularized by They Might Be Giants, one of my favorite bands. And I'm listening to it, and it's like kind of a like acapella doo-wop version. And I was like, this is kind of a cool version. Who did this? And it's like, they're called it the Fancy Boys or something. And it came out in like 1953. Yes, Istanbul, not Constantinople, They Might Be Giants, is a fucking cover. That bloom, I could not, I was like, I need like five minutes to process this. I could not believe it. Like, there are songs where I hear them, and then I hear the original, I go, oh, okay, well, I can, you know processes pretty easily into my system but that that broke my brain for like a good five to ten minutes and i was talking to calvin about it and i said did you know that that's not the original he goes yeah but i didn't find that out till like two years ago and i'm like okay cool because i can't be alone with this knowledge uh and then i looked up the borderlands movie because i wanted to look at who was playing tiny tina and krieg who will be her muscle-bound psycho protector which is gonna be awesome uh, and I was looking to see if they've released any information about when it's coming out because I was talking to someone about, you know, the, the cast of the movie and I think it was because someone asked me about one of my five Borderlands shirts. Um, or maybe it was because I was talking about when Deb was like, have you thought about, really thought about getting a Borderlands tattoo? And I'm like, well, I have all the Funkos, I've got five t-shirts, the board game, all the games, the comics, I probably, oh, it's my phone background, it's my phone case, like, yeah, this isn't going away anytime soon. So I looked at the Borderlands movie, um, and that goes on my things I Googled. And that's it. That's the list you cannot see. Thank you for hanging out with me for so long. I know this is a longer episode, but listeners know that the longer the episode, the more shit's going on in my life. Um, so uh, there you go. Uh, that's the list you cannot see. So from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug, and from Dam, Doug's acute mental neuroses. These have been my acute mental neuroses. Thank God I don't get screamed at anymore. Addition. Good night, Internet. If you've liked what you've heard, listen and subscribe to our other shows like No Applause, Just the Clap, PETA's and Honey Bunch's Pop Culture Spectacular, Fear Agents, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and www.bacnpodcast.com. Oh, yeah.